Welcome to the Love Yourself Healthy Podcast. I am Melanie Lillis. I'm a mind-body health coach, a nutritional therapist, and I have my Bachelor of Physical and Health Education. Throughout this podcast, we are going to be diving into the realm of eating psychology, body image, self-love, and creating a healthy and happy mind. I cannot wait to share my knowledge with you in hope that it will positively influence your life. Welcome back to the podcast, beautiful people. I am so excited about today's episode because I am going to be tackling how to deal with body image pressure in high school. And I feel as though this is going to be a really beneficial podcast. So not only for those people that are in high school, but I guess also for anyone who's struggling with body image, because yeah, you should be able to find some awesome nuggets of wisdom to apply to your life. Now, before I get into the episode, I would love to share this week's listener review, which is by a young girl whose name I'm not going to share because she sent me such a beautiful email and it had some personal details in there. So I want to leave her anonymous, but her email is actually what inspired me to speak about my podcast topic today. She wrote, I have recently stumbled across your wonderful podcast and started it from the very beginning. Two years ago, I suffered from anorexia and had to be sent to an outpatient centre three times a week. I am very proud to say I have come very far from then and have now recovered my health. Although I recently started high school and my stress levels went through the roof and I totally forgot about my mental and physical health and well-being. I've been struggling to regain my balance, but when I came across your podcast, I learned so many new things all at once. I have started to do yoga again, eat what my body wants. I never skip a meal and always make time for nourishing food. I read a ton like I used to, and I've been really enjoying life, all thanks to your kind yet powerful guidance. Thank you so much. It is incredible that there are girls out there like this one who are so young yet so incredibly smart and they're intuitive and wise. I didn't even know what self-love was when I was in high school yet. These incredible girls are listening to self-help podcasts, including practices in their life, you know, doing yoga, anything that, you know, helps their mental well-being and they're constantly thinking about how they can live a better life. And I think that is such a beautiful thing to see. And that is why I decided to do this podcast today because I've had quite a few either emails or messages from girls who are young reaching out saying that my podcasts are helping them or that they're struggling with this or that and I guess yeah the not so beautiful side of it is that they're only doing these practices or seeking help because of the amount of pressure that's on them and in particular body image it's so much more apparent and in their face and I know that when I was younger we didn't have Instagram And I truly believe that Instagram has added to this insane pressure of body image. Now, as I said, I was lucky enough to not grow up with Instagram. Our pressures in terms of body image were coming from magazines or billboards or movies or, you know, people that were in front of us. And these things are still around, but the added intensity of Instagram is something that I feel blessed that I didn't have to deal with. Because the difference is the women in magazines or on billboards or in movies They were actual models or they're actors, but the young girls today are comparing themselves to other young girls all around the world, girls who aren't models but still look like models, girls who are photoshopping themselves continuously and playing it off as if it's all natural. So instead of comparing themselves to models and actors who for some reason didn't 
get to me as much because I don't know I almost saw them as fake, whereas now they're comparing themselves to everyday people. So if you are my age, 29, then you'll probably have seen there's this meme going around which always makes me laugh. And it's, I don't know how old the girls are, but there's two um, images of girls when they're maybe like 12 or something. And one of them is dressed like absolutely ridiculously. (laughs) And the other one is dressed like to the T, like designer clothes, looking amazing. And Honestly, that's how we used to dress. I have so many images of me when I was younger just looking absolutely ridiculous. But nowadays, there's so much added pressure for girls to look almost like adults. And I want to say this. Enjoy your youth. Stop trying to dress so old. Like, I feel like everyone needs to go through the awkward stage of like bright clothes and too much glitter (laughs) because I can't even believe how young body image struggles are starting from. Instead of, you know, running around, enjoying your youth, you are inside putting on makeup and straightening your hair. And it feels to me as if you're skipping the absolute best part of life. You're going straight to the hard part, adulthood. That's not the hard part. You need to enjoy your youth. So in today's episode, I'm going to give you some tips for overcoming body image struggles in high school. Now, First things first, it is absolutely completely normal and natural that at some point in your life you are going to wish you look like someone else or that you wish you could change something about your body. I want to start by saying if this is you right now, you're not alone. Lots of people feel unhappy with some part of their looks, but the problem is people are getting stuck on what they don't like and become infatuated by it almost, which in turn is really bringing down your self-esteem and your self-confidence. You don't need to have a perfect body to have a good body image. When you like your body as it is right now, you boost your body image and you boost your self-esteem and your confidence as well. Now, so often I hear people say things like, when I get in better shape, I'll like my body. But the biggest advice I can give you is to start the other way around. You need to first accept your body. I want you to find things that you like about your body and take good care of your body. Because when you like your body, it's not only easier to treat, but it also makes every other part of your day easier, especially going to school. I cannot imagine going to school, hating the skin you're in. Literally, that would be absolute torture. So I'm going to get into liking your body a little bit later, but I want to start with my first tip, which is to stop caring about what other people think. Why do we care so much about other people's opinions, even those of total strangers? Why do we do things or not do things because of how we expect others to react? At some point, we base our actions and our decisions around how we anticipate other people will perceive us. And as a result, we don't always do the things that we want to because we're afraid of what others will think. And for a good chunk of my life, I'd say, I valued the opinions of others way too much. And if I rewind all the way back to my childhood, I was actually a really confident kid. I was good at sport. I made friends easily. But most of all, I was happy. And unfortunately, at the age of 15, I was in a relationship that became 
very abusive, both physically and emotionally. And this relationship ripped away a lot of my self-worth. I started to view myself completely differently. I started to feel ugly. I started to look at my body differently. I remember sitting at school comparing my leg size to other girls around and we were standing there and we got a shoelace and we wrapped it around our thighs and then, you know, we measured it to everyone else's to see who had the bigger thighs. I just overall started to view myself as less than in comparison to others. And unfortunately, because of this, I allowed a lot of opportunities to pass me by simply because I cared too much about what other people would think or what they would say. I'd often not be true to myself or do some things that would actually make me happy. And it was all out of fear of how other people might react. I could feel myself starting to act differently and I hated that I cared so much about what other people thought, but I really did. Now, more than ever, thanks to the internet and social media, people have no problem being jerks and letting their opinions fly. The pool of negativity has grown so big. But it's time that we stop caring about what other people think. And here are a few different statements that I want you to remind yourself of next time you're feeling down. Now, the first one is for anyone who may be struggling with comments that some other people might be saying about you. So I want you to write this down. The negative comments someone may say about you is really about them. The people who go out of their way to make hateful comments must have a pretty crappy life because why would someone who is happy or confident within their own life take the time to do nothing than to be hateful? Any hateful comments that you may receive are a direct reflection on the person saying them and not on you. It's awfully sad that some people have nothing better to do with their time than to try and tear others down. So the next time you may receive anything unconstructive or just pure hate, try to view the person saying it a little bit differently than you used to. Try not to get upset and don't take their opinions to heart. Instead, try to take pity on whoever is choosing to spend their limited time on this earth spreading negativity and toxicity. It's really unfortunate that some people have nothing better to do than to try to tear others down. The next thing I want you to do is to always be true to yourself. And I know this is almost painfully cliche, but it is crucial. This is probably the most valuable lesson that I have learned. And I only learned this in my mid-20s. So a personal example, I took a risk starting this podcast and being vulnerable to tell my story and just be unapologetically me. But so far... It has led to nothing but incredible things, being able to help as many women around the world as I can. A few years ago when I had my eating disorder, there was no way in the world I would have ever thought I would share my story to anyone, let alone thousands of people around the world. But once I finally stopped caring so much about what other people thought of me and just followed my heart, My life got significantly better. So never underestimate the beautiful power and the freedom that washes over you when you commit to being your true self. This is your one life. You don't have any do-overs. When you get to the end of your life, there is no way you will ever say, I wish I died more or I wish I looked like someone else throughout my life. 
Instead, you'll be saying, I wish I'd lived life to the fullest and savoured every moment of living. All of our stories will end the same. Death is inevitable. And as uncomfortable as it may be to acknowledge the fact that we all die, it can also be very liberating. When you can put things into perspective and realise that we only get one life, it makes it so much easier to stop caring about what other people think and just be true to yourself. Now, the next action step, something I already kind of touched on before, it's to accept your body. Nobody's perfect. Everybody wants to be liked and accepted just as they are. And that is true for every single person too. Even if the most popular girl at school seems to have it all, I promise you she's probably struggling just as much as you are under the surface. So you need to see your body the way it is. Be less of a critic, be more of a friend. You can't hate the only living vessel you will ever have. That seems very silly. (laughs) So don't body shame yourself. When you make a harsh comment about your own body, it hurts. And it's true whether you say it out loud or you think it to yourself. It hurts just as much as if someone else was saying it to you. So be kind and respect yourself, even if you are still working on things. Now to combat the negative self-talk, I want you to actively find things to like about your looks. Maybe you like your hair or your face or your hands. Think about your shape, maybe your shoulders or your legs. Maybe it's your eyes or your smile. Tell yourself what you like and why. If you get stuck, maybe think about what your good friends like about how you look and accept those things. Know that there's lots to like about you and just let yourself feel good. Focus on what your body can do because there's so much more to your body than just your looks. Think about when you play sport or you walk or you run, dance or swim. That's your body in action. Your body is there for you when you stretch, when you climb, when you jump, when you carry things or give someone a hug. Be amazed by it and be thankful for everything your body does. It's so important to be aware of your body. So don't ignore your body as you go through the day. Learn to breathe slowly and calmly as you move. Learn to tell when your body needs food or rest. Enjoy the way your body feels when you walk, run and play. So in saying all of this, what I want you to do is start to build a positive habit. If you already have a habit of putting your body down, then you need to break this. And to break that bad habit, you're going to build a new one in its place. So every morning when you wake up, I want you to grab a journal and write down five things that you like about your body. Then you are going to say those five things to yourself out loud when looking in the mirror. And I know this can feel unnatural at first, but by practicing positive self-affirmations, you're not only going to start your day in a positive way, but you are also reprogramming your mind to naturally think of yourself in a kind and nurturing way. My next action step, and this one is really important, it's to clean out your social media or your friendship group. The biggest thing you can do to feel better about your body is to work on stopping the social comparison process in its tracks. It can be frighteningly easy to compare ourselves to the bodies we see every day in magazines, on billboards, on television, and now on social media at the click of a finger. (laughs) It's a small step from looking at and admiring images of these ideal bodies and thinking, why don't I look like that? Or that girl is so much thinner than me. So you need to remove sources of negativity immediately. 
purge your life of these negative toxic people and resources. If your school friends have a knack for starting drama, please avoid them. If they have a tendency to tear you down, then separate yourself, find some new friends. If you have an Instagram account or have trouble with cyberbullying and can't laugh off the comments that people say about you, for the love of everything, stop reading the comments or remove yourself from the situation. Put your profile on private or better yet, delete Instagram. Delete the people that you don't want to follow. If, if someone doesn't make you feel good, stop following them. You can't stop people from being hateful, but you can choose to ignore them and you can choose to do something meaningful with your life instead. I know that so often we make the mistake of only focusing on the negatives. Like you could get a hundred people come in on your latest Instagram photo and 99 of them could be beautiful compliments about you. Yet I'm sure you'll focus on the one negative comment. So instead of dwelling over comments, ignore them. Keep doing the things that make you happy. Follow your passions. Choose to make positive, productive, fulfilling decisions with your time. Now, Another area that I would love for you to focus on is surrounding yourself with the things that truly light you up. This is literally the best way to feel good within your skin and to feel confident throughout school. And it's by doing the things that truly bring you joy. If you are constantly doing these things, then you're going to be releasing the feel-good chemicals that assist in positive self-talk. And what lights someone up is completely personal to them, but some examples could be dance classes, hanging with friends, drawing, reading, music, walking in nature, going to the movies, or adventuring. So my advice would be to write out a list of everything that you absolutely love doing, everything that lights up the excitement inside of you, and make sure you are doing at least one of these every single week. The last section that I want to talk about is taking care of your body. The best way to also feel good within your body is, one, to eat healthy foods. So learn what foods are good for you, take your time when you eat, taste your food, enjoy it. Eating right helps you to look your best, it gives you the energy you need, and it boosts your body image because when you treat your body right, you feel good. Number two, getting good sleep. This is something I live by. (laughs) Learn how much sleep you need for your age. Get to bed on time. Turn off screens hours before bedtime so you can sleep well. This is massive one for teenagers in particular because being glued to your phone seems to be a trend. (laughs) The more sleep you have, the better you will feel about yourself and the better your mental health will be. Number three, be active every day. Your body needs to move. It needs to move to be strong, fit and healthy. You can be active by either doing a sport or just running, walking, doing yoga, swimming, dancing, Pick activities that you actually like to do. Don't do ones that you don't like, even if they seem to be popular. (laughs) Enjoy the fun that you can have with exercising. So we are coming to the end of this podcast and I just want to summarize by saying the most beautiful people are those who are completely confident within who they are as a person and not how they look. I remember when I was in high school, we had this girl who wasn't like stereotypically picture perfect. She wasn't the skinniest or the prettiest in our year, but she had so much confidence within who she was that everyone who knew her looked up to her. She made decisions based around like what she liked and she didn't care about what other people thought. She wore the clothes that she wanted, even if they weren't on trend. She was so sure about who she was as a person 
that she literally oozed this almost superpower. She was a person who made me realize that it didn't matter about being the perfect size or having the trendiest clothes. Confidence that came from being your true self will always outshine the superficial things like body image and looks. Now, if you are someone who thinks that they still need help with body image or self-esteem, because sometimes these issues can be too much to handle alone, if you are struggling to love the skin you're in and you feel like you may need a little bit of extra help, then feel free to contact me and talk about my one-on-one coaching sessions. I would be more than happy to personally assist you along your journey to creating a positive body image. I really hope that this podcast was valuable to someone out there. It makes me really happy when you guys reach out with either um, sending me a DM or leaving me a review because then it proves to me that the work that I'm doing is useful. So I would love it if you guys could leave me a review because if you do, then it gets my podcast into more people's ears. Feel free to send me through some podcast recommendations if I haven't covered something already on the podcast. My email is hello at bearxbrave.com or you can contact me on my Instagram at bearxbrave. I'll speak to you all in my next podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. I would be so grateful if you could share this podcast and leave it a review and be sure to follow me on my Instagram at bearxbrave. If you need to contact me, you can do so at hello at bearxbrave.com. Speak to you in the next podcast.